the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2021. Keep listening to hear Christopher Nicolason as we share his talk, Smashing the Middle Class Mindset. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Have you grabbed your ticket to this year's conference? If not, head to MaxLawCon2022.com to get yours today. Now, to the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is... The Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. So today I am here to talk about smashing the middle class mindset. And it's an interesting thing because the way I grew up was completely not even middle class, but keep going over here, fall off the stairs and go down we were poor. My father went through, right after high school, I had like a year of OTEC. My mom went through 11th grade and dropped out. And every day for us was about survival. My parents, one time my dad talked to me about how, he's like, do you remember that week where all we had to eat was a bag of chips? And that's all we had. And so each day for us was just about getting by. But there was something inside of me as the oldest of four, where I knew that there was more. I knew that there had to be more than just survival each day. And so it was not only going from just the middle-class mindset, but going from this level where we're starting way behind. And so I figured out through the years, through trial and error and error and error on how to kind of get past this. So today I wanna talk about five mindset shifts that I think can help you move from being stuck, being in this limiting mindset to more of an abundance mindset. And the first one I wanna talk about today is shift number one, which is to let it go, let things go. I will tell my client, my family, and my friends, if they're kind of stuck in their head, you know, you're kind of in that quicksand in your head on an issue, how you might've screwed up that day, whatever it may be to frozen that stuff. And I don't really use stuff, but you know, but you gotta frozen it, you gotta let it go. Because if you don't let those things go, they're going to eat you alive and you're gonna stay stuck and not be able to move forward to that goal that you're trying to reach. And so we talk about it and we talk about it, but that's not enough. There have to be some things that we can do to just let it go because it's not that simple. So I wanna give you two tips that hopefully you can take away with you today on how to help yourself let things go and move forward. So the first one is from one of my favorite comedians, Kevin Hart. I got it from his audiobook. highly recommend listening. It if you get the chance, 
because Kevin reads it. And Kevin is about 5'6", so I'm pretty tall compared to Kevin. But when he was in high school, he was teased a lot because of his size. And one of the things that Kevin has is this thing. He developed this thing called the shoulder shrug or the shrugging method. So I'm sure most of us can do that. We can just go like that. And he tells this story about how he was a member of the swim team. He wanted to swim so badly and do well. But here's Kevin. Here are the other swimmers. And they're just making fun of him because of his size. So what does Kevin do to them? He goes like this, nods his head, and he gives it an eye roll. But then he moves forward and he keeps going because he's got a bigger goal than the ridicule that he's taking from these people. So the first one is just that shoulder shrug. The next one is from Matthew Fox, who played Dr. Jack Shepard on what I consider to be one of the greatest TV shows of all time, which is Lost. If anybody would like to talk about the ending after this, I'm more than happy to do that with you, but we can have that debate later. But the great thing about Dr. Shepard is he's a born leader, and you see that right at the very beginning in the first episode. In episode one, Jack is running around the island, saving people, worrying about everybody else. But at the very end of the show, you see that Jack has this very large cut on the side of his chest. And Kate, one of the other characters, he's like, Kate, you need to sew me up, hand sew me up. And Kate is standing there going like this. And she's like, Jack, I'm so afraid. And Jack talks to her about how he handles fear. So Jack tells this story about how with his first surgery, he was so afraid. So what Jack said he decided to do right then was let the fear come in. He's like, but all I'm going to give it is five seconds. And he counts. One, two, three, four, five. And then he went on and he operated and he saved the girl's life. Now, obviously, it's all fictional, but that lesson there is enough. He did not dismiss the fear, but he gave it its moment, just a moment. So did Kevin Hart with the shoulder shrug but then you let it go and you move on to that bigger thing. So for me, letting it go is probably the biggest shift of all of them if you walk away from anything today. Shift number two is to stop making assumptions. And this is both about others and yourself. So I wanna tell you a story about the man in the yellow jacket. So I'm at this conference down in Florida and I'm kind of back off because I'm a newer member, I'm kind of standing back off in the corner. In the main group, there's other people all the way up here. And this guy is in next state. He just pulls out of his car, this very, very nice car, this bright yellow jacket. And I'm standing back here going, who the hell does this guy think he is? You know, in my head, I'm like, who's this guy? What kind of guy wears this bright yellow jacket, this flashy car, this confident dude over here? Who's this guy? And in me, I'm making all these judgments and assumptions about somebody I don't even know. And I'm, but I'm watching all the original members go up to this guy, shaking his hand, patting him on the back, coolest guy in the room, right? But then I come to find out, it's the lawman. It's Bill Umansky right there. And I'm like, shit, what did I just do? But the thing is, for me, what I realized is the assumptions I made about Bill right then were actually all about me and my own insecurities. Because everything I was thinking was, why am I up there? And so what I've realized about Bill is he's one of the kindest people you'll ever meet. If for anybody that's new this year, you haven't had five minutes with him, take it because it's awesome. And so he's generous, he's kind. So any of the assumptions I was making back here were not actually about Bill. They were about me. 
And so it wasn't only about making assumptions about others. I had to stop making assumptions about myself. And I go back to, I'm old enough to remember the, uh, the movie Revenge of the Nerds. And you guys remember at the end of Revenge of the Nerds, everybody has to raise their hand because what are they? They're all nerds. So you got the cheerleader and the football player. You got Ogre, who's the big bully. But what are they doing? They're saying the things out there that actually make them nerds because they're comfortable in their own skin with who they are at that point in the movie. So today, as, as a nerd, I stand before you and I say, I'm a husband, I'm a father of two wonderful daughters. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an attorney who has failed the bar exam. I am a watcher of Hallmark movies. I'm a fan of WWE and AEW. I play Fortnite most nights with my 12-year-old nephew, and I have tattoos galore that I got starting in my 40s. And I am comfortable enough now to be able to say those things. And so I, I am no longer making assumptions about who I should be, but I think you have to get to a spot if you're going to level up to stop making those assumptions. Shift number three is to be present and notice the aha moments. So one of the biggest things I think that we can do is we're so busy, not only on our phones and technology, but also up in our heads. We're all thinkers, right? So we're kind of going and going and going. We have to step back sometimes and just be present. And because I'm a big believer that life is full of these little golden nuggets, these aha moments that can really change your life. And I want to tell you a story about one life-changing moment that I had with Chuck Boyk. And it's crazy because Chuck and I are standing outside of this hotel one day, and he asked me, he's like, well, what brought you here? What made you end up here? So I tell Chuck about how when I was a teacher, Gretchen and I both taught at the same school, and then it, we thought it was our dream job. And then we both got let go after we just bought a house. And we're like, what are we going to do? We got two kids in like junior high slash high school. And we're like, holy cow, this is crazy. You know, we thought we had the thing we wanted. And then we end up here. And we were living, and at that point, kind of just paycheck to paycheck. And then we're like, now we're living no check to no check. So what are we going to do? And then we end up, you know, I'm waiting tables. And then I get to a spot where I'm sitting in my car and I break down in tears crying. And I'm like, I got to go to law school, which is what every rational person would think they need to do at that point. But the point is then, I told Chuck, I was really angry at my principal for a long time, a long time. And Chuck, if you don't know him, he's very quiet to me, very pragmatic and practical. And he tells me, he's like, sometimes the things that you think are the worst things that happen to you in your life end up being the best things. And Chuck, I will forever be grateful for that. Because for me, my mind was blown. It was like this aha moment. But if I wasn't present, if I had been on my phone or staring off or kind of trying to have a side conversation, I would not have noticed that. And so I think it's important for you to level up. You have to be present for these pieces because I would have missed something that would have made me think complete. I would have still been stuck back here going, my old principal is a real jerk. But I also don't think it's just these like mind-blowing things. Sometimes they can just be in simple experiences. So if it's, you know, me being at a bar watching Russ Nesovich watch Rutgers, it's a good time. Watch him. That dude freaks out. If it's having a conversation with Tyson about the guild, or a phone call with Jim while he's at Norris softball practice, or driving up to Denver to have dinner with the Urbinas. Any of these experiences can have these little moments where they can be life-changing. 
And so I think it's important because we are all so busy and we're also focused in these type A, let's just, we gotta keep moving forward. Slow down for a minute, be present because these little nuggets can really change your life. Have you ever felt overwhelmed with everything there is to do within your legal practice? How do you keep up with your legal work while making time for growing your practice and attracting clients? Do important things like deadlines and even your family fall through the cracks? This is why you should join us at the number one conference for legal entrepreneurs, Max LawCon. We're going to be focused on helping practices scale and bringing calm to the order. This conference is curated in order to accelerate your implementation. Based on where you are in your legal practice, we're going to help you identify exactly what is most important right now. When you leave Max LawCon, you go home with complete clarity, focus, and a plan to make 2022 your best year ever. And not only your best year in terms of revenue, but your best year in terms of time. Time back with your family. More time to do the work that is in your zone of genius. Only taking the clients that you like. And more money in your pocket. It's all at the Maximum Lawyer Conference. Max LawCon is a two-day event on Thursday, June 2nd and Friday, June 3rd in St. Charles, Missouri. Seats are filling fast. Grab yours today at www.maxlawcon2022.com. Ship number four is to force yourself to level up. And I'll tell you about the Audi here in just a second. But what I really mean by force yourself to level up is you need to bet on yourself. And me and betting, we go back a long way. I lived in Vegas for about 10 years, and Gretchen and I did when we started our family. And then I ended up having a love affair while I was married to Gretchen with gambling. And I ended up falling in love with video poker. Like, I can probably read a, a thing of cards faster than anybody here. I remember the first time that I ever hit four aces, I'm actually on my way to a job interview for retail. I stop at a 7-Eleven to get a, a thing of water. I put 20 bucks in and I hit four aces. Tyson, the dopamine right then, through the roof. But the thing is, with that, is that started me down a path that led me to a spot where I wasn't betting on myself. I was looking for the easy out, the quick answer, because we were struggling so bad back then. And so it got so bad one night that I'm waiting tables at the All-Star Cafe, and it's the Duke-Yukon game for the NCAA Finals. I made 500 bucks that night. It's the most I'd ever made waiting tables and I thought it was a game changer. Our rent was due coming up. And the smart thing I should have done was what? Go home, give it to my wife, pay the rent. What did I do instead? I walked right over to the MGM, blew it all on video poker. And then I had to go back and tell my wife that I just blew our rent. And at one point, I mean, it got so bad, we got so close to getting foreclosed on. But the reality here is I wasn't actually forcing myself to level up. I was looking for the easy out. And I don't think that's the answer. We all want the quick fix. What's the one thing you're going to do for SEO or this or that to help me get through it? It's not there. So you got you to gotta do the work and bet on yourself. And so what I'll say is, is that I had a hot seat, one of the first hot seats on the guild. And I went in thinking to myself, cool, I'm going to ask about how do I get more clients? I wanted to go from like eight to 15. Easy thing, right? And I'm like, this will be fine. You know, Jim's a nice one. Tyson will be a little hard on me. This, you know, that's kind of how it is. I get on there. I'm completely off. Jim was the mean one. You guys think he's nice. No, but Jim like really just held my feet to the fire. 
And he goes, Chris, you are being way too soft. You've let your foot off the gas. You can't even handle more right now because you haven't done the work. You haven't bet on yourself yet. And so you've got to start doing the work. And so if you have not been on a hot seat yet and you are in the guild, do it. There's value in that. But you've got to start betting on yourself. So the reason, real quickly, why I take the picture of the Audi is there's a great chapter in Jensen Chero's book, You Are a Badass, about the Audi versus the Honda Accord. It's been my dream car for years, and I bought one during the middle of the pandemic because I needed to tell myself, not only can I afford it, that I, I will do the things that I need to do to make myself afford it, but that I deserve to be in a car like that. And the reality is for each of you that you deserve that. So take the jump, find whatever it may be, find your Audi and force yourself to level up. It can shift you from that middle class to a different level. Shift number five is realize you belong at the table with the cool kids. So I wanna explain this picture here in a second, but I remember like being in high school, right? And I'm that dorky kid who's like walking around with my tray trying to go find out where to sit and you end up sitting all alone. So it takes me back to that, but I wanna tell you guys how I found Max Law. And so for me, starting my firm in February of 2017, I was a podcast junkie. I'm finding business podcasts, what have you. I find this one podcast called the JD Blogger Podcast with John Skiba. So John has this great guest on, and he ends up, he's an attorney out of New York who gave this awesome interview, and he's a med mal attorney. And I was so stoked by it. So I go home, I look him up, I'm like, John Fisher. And there he is. So I find all the podcasts that John had been on. And John was on a Max Law podcast. So then I go to Max Law and I look up their whole back catalog because I'm sure I'm not the only one here that's gone to Max Law and then went back and listened to the entire back catalog after. And so I then end up going home and I'm like to Gretchen, I'm like, Gretchen, Jim and Tyson this, John Fisher this, Jim and Tyson. And she's like, would you just shut up about who these guys, you know, So then I end up going out to John Fisher's mastermind in September of 2017, six months after we start. And I'm at an Indian restaurant and John's there and I'm with Gretchen and sitting right next to me is the Jim Hacking. And I am like a fanboy. I'm geeking out here going, oh my God, it's Jim freaking Hacking. What's going on? And you know, Seth is there and I'm sitting at this table though, but in my head, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here because I don't know if I belong. And the interesting thing is I'm honored today to call Jim, Seth, John, Tyson, Bill, Chuck friends, because what I've realized through this process over the last few years is that I do belong at the table and each of you do as well. Everybody has a seat because we all have value to give. We all have something that we can come to the table with and say, but the hardest part about it is actually walking up to the table pulling out your seat and sitting down. It's easy to walk around the table, right? It's easy to walk around and go, yeah, look at that guy. Look at that guy. You know, I kind of know him. You know, I kinda, you know it's, like, it's like friendship by acquaintance kind of a feel. It's like a, sitting at an airport and you're kind of sitting next to somebody. You may know him a little bit, but you don't really know him. But when you sit at the table and then you have to speak up while you're at the table, tell your story, talk about who you are and be open and vulnerable. And for me, these are the five shifts that have helped me move from going, we're in the scarcity mindset, we're just struggling and getting by, to just moving forward, going, no, I'm a big believer that anything that I put my mind to, it's gonna happen. And I really think it will. 
So my question for you, and a couple of them to leave you with is, what are you waiting for? Because a lot of these things sound just like ideas, but I don't think they're just ideas. I think they're much more. I think there are actually actionable items that each of you can take to move you from that limiting mindset to an abundance mindset. So the questions I end with are, what are you willing to let go of? How are you going to get your seat at the table? What aha moments are you going to make while you are here at this conference? So what experiences are you gonna be able to walk away from and say, that was worth this price of admission? Because if you haven't gotten it yet, you need to put yourself out there because I'm a believer that they're all out there. And so I love talking about mindset. I am a motivational junkie. I listen to this stuff while I'm at the gym and other things like that. I'm happy to talk to anybody about it. You can call me about that. If you wanna talk about the end of Lost, like I said, Hallmark movies, it's fall festival time and Christmas on Sundays uh, or Saturdays. But anyway, or anything else, I'm happy to chat. There's my information. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.